Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is an author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. In the health wheel, one of the very important parts is intake, your nutrition, what you eat, but we want to start at a foundational level. And Dr. Worth will be talking about the microbiome, something that most of us don't even ever think about. So Dr. Worth, why is it important that we look at this? For exactly the reason that you gave is that we don't have an awareness of its importance. Therefore, we don't know how to, we don't even know that we need to protect our good guy bacteria in our stomach. That's really what we're talking about and giving them food, the right food to actually live. And for lack of a better word, I suppose they're, they're going to repopulate themselves. And if we don't, how, how are we killing them off? And then how do on top of that, then how do we repopulate the good guys? So let's start out with the reality that we've got a lot of bacteria and it's not necessarily something we want to get rid of all of it in our, in our gut. There's a, a, a list of good guys. I won't belabor anybody out there. You think about, I mean, there are long names. It's, and they're all named based on the, their size, their, their shape, uh, what they typic, what kind of food typically they like to eat. It's, it's really, it's almost like their menu, if you will. Is that that's the prebiotic? If you hear that term prebiotic, that's what that's basically like saying, well, that's what the that's what the preferred food is for our for our bacteria, the good guys, the the biome. It's this place where they like to live and what they like to eat in that place. And that's taking place in the 50 plus odd feet of your intestines. And then there's on top of that, I'll go into, I can go into some anatomy, but you think about that's a lot of real estate. It's almost like the size of a good size parking lot we're talking about here. And the reason that we're talking about this is the research for longevity showed there was a two year study done in Japan and Italy. Now, there are five places in the world that have been identified as blue zones. And in two of these, for two years, they studied fecal matter with centenarians. Their average age, you can't make this We don't know what you're thinking, but some of the things you might be thinking is, you mean they kind of, if if we can be crass here? Yeah. uh, Or not really gross. They studied poop. Mm-hmm. That's that's really what we're talking about mm-hmm. is because that's as you as you look at that product, it's mostly bacteria. And the average age of the people that they studied 
was 107. Average. So what we're looking at then is if we're going to live longer, and the other part about the blue zones is it isn't just that they live 100 decrepit years, you mm-hmm. know, like we think of. And they, we they think limp across the finish line or barely move across the finish line or get across the finish line <laughs> with their wheelchair. Exactly, in a wheelchair. In these zones, the people have very little disability. They have little of the things, the the hardening of the Mm -hmm. arteries, the blood pressure issues, and they're vibrant and live well. So I want to learn from that. And as we look at it, this diversity of gut bacteria has a lot to do with also mental acuity, because that's the other part for this group of people, is that they remain very coherent and uh, involved in life and and, uh, are living well. So what I'd like to ask you now, Dr. Worth, is about the the brain-gut connection. There are a couple things that you that what you were just talking about made me think of before I answer that question specifically. One is that it, we we take we take for granted that that the bacteria has has space that it takes up. It does take up space, and with that, the, the space that it takes up. If you have the good guys doing their job, they're going to be producing as a byproduct B vitamins, certain vitamins, right? That only that good bacteria can produce. Isn't that interesting? So if you have a B vitamin deficiency, I'm not saying B12, all B vitamin deficiencies are created equal. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying though, is that we can take, can't we take it for granted that our good guy bacteria are in enough, they're populated enough with the good guys that they're producing the bacteria that we need. And the other thought that I had was, had to do with the actual DNA of that bacteria, the sum total of which can actually, there's some study to suggest that they can actually affect the way you think. The thoughts, the thoughts then that you have. Have you ever thought about the implications of killing off your good guys and how you would do that. Oh, the way that that happens is, is lifestyle, like stress, alcohol consumption and uh, wrong eating, eating the refined foods, but probably the biggest one is antibiotics. Antibiotics. And, and and you ever thought, have you ever thought about, well, you know, I got to kill off this bacterial infection. I got to kill it off. So I got to take an antibiotic, right? Well, when you kill off the ones that you don't want, you kill off the ones that you do at yeah. the same time. Yeah. We do we do we take that for granted too? It's like, well, my my but my bacteria are still there because mm-hmm. I'm still alive, or that don't they just repopulate themselves? Kinda. And what happens is is a term that we won't be able to, in the scope of this particular session to talk about in detail. But it's a term that's thrown around a lot. It's called leaky gut. Glad you said that. So uh, leaky gut does does it just does it mean I have these these uh, pin, <laughs> pin size holes? You know, pin size holes. Do I have these literal holes where yeah. where 
the fecal matter is escaping? No, we're talking about, really what we're talking about is cellular size and, and molecular size holes. Mm -hmm. So what you have is this single cell and that single cell is actually shaped like a finger like this. So you have this cell, let's say it's my hand, mm -hmm. right? And this is one cell. My hand is one cell. You've got these villi, also means finger, mm -hmm. so that along this border, the, the food that comes across there can be absorbed better because it increases the surface area. Ah, okay. Right? But right next to my hand is another cell just like that. And, they're, and imagine I had two thumbs, right? Mm -hmm. And they're held together by these things called tight junctions or gap junctions, mm -hmm. right? And what degrades that junction between those two things is the thought, this is the chemicals that you were talking about before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, unfortunately, your body has this, in, this response because it escapes, it leaks mm -hmm. into the space where that material doesn't belong. And so you have this white blood cell reaction. They, they come out here and they start moving around and getting active. And then those white blood cells end up in your bloodstream because it's so close to the bloodstream. You've got these capillaries right. that that white blood cell has now escaped into that space. So that gets transmitted through your bloodstream all the way to where? The brain. The brain. So now you have this blood brain barrier very similar. You've got this nerve cell and you have these junctions of, of nerve cells and that white blood cell, then the same one that was because of the inflammatory response actually occupies a space. It doesn't belong. Mm -hmm. And now you have this inflammation of the brain. As soon as that happens in the gut, it starts to happen in the brain. So that's that brain, brain. <laughs> gut connection. And there's a reason why we say, you know, I feel it in my gut. Mm -hmm. It's almost like there's a thinking process of this when is. everything is functioning properly. And I find this fascinating that there's something that we can do. The other part of that is that that's a slower process. We think of the speed of, of blood flowing through our bodies as soon as it gets pumped from the heart. Mm -hmm. it's, it's going at a pretty fast pace through your, through your bloodstream. Have you ever thought about that there are nerves that exit on their own from your brain or the brain stem and they, and they talk and communicate with all your different right. internal organs? Right. There's, there is a cranial nerve that's called a cranial nerve. There's 12 of them. And the one that Karen loves to talk about, in fact, <laughs> I want to just say that mm -hmm. and I can tell you all the science behind it, but here's, this is so cool. This is what she knows about it. It's the vagus nerve. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is it connects from the brainstem and goes all the way down the body and into, especially into the digestive and the adrenals and all of this. So that communication is so important for health. And you think about stress, how it affects you. Have you ever received shocking news? And 
immediately you just d- almost doubled yeah, over. So funny you say that. I felt that in my gut as soon as you said that. <laughs> oh, remembering those times. And so this is actually fascinating information because if you are going to thrive and live a long life, like the, in the blue zones, you need to begin to make some changes. The reason why we don't think about our gut biome is because it's so automatic. Yes. And it's so sub threshold. It's Mm -hmm. almost like, are you aware right now that you're breathing? Exactly. You don't think about breath, just like Mm -hmm. you very rarely until after you've tasted the food and chewed it, you don't think about the food anymore. And the digestive process, process, because it takes over. Well, there are a couple generalized divisions of the nervous system. And then of that division, I want to say that because it's automatic, there's a word that comes to mind that there is a division of your nervous system that has to do mostly with your organs. And that's the autonomic mm-hmm. nervous system. Now that's not automatic. It's autonomic. It's because it sounds so similar. Mm-hmm. It's happening autonomically. Without you. Without you thinking about it. It's automatic. Right? About it. Right. And so with that division that we've talked about here with the vagus nerve, it's one of the major players in a division of that division. Stay with me now. I'm getting somewhere. Is this there's sympathetic, which usually is upregulation and and fight or flight, flee, fawn, freeze, all of those things that happen when you said the bad news, right? Mm-hmm. That, when that happens. The other part of it is let's rest, let's digest, let's take it easy, let's chill, let's downregulate. That's parasympathetic. In other words, on either side of the middle part of, or the sympathetic part of the nervous system, it's cranial nerves and sacral plexus. So para on either side of the sympathetic, sympathetic, parasympathetic. That's so fascinating. And we will go into more detail about how that all interworks because this is important to get a handle on. This is important for you begin to make some changes today. And that's what I want to focus on and the rest of this. Thank you. That is very insightful. It's a blast. This is, it's the geeky part of what I like to, to know about. Yes. Uh, It's enjoyable and it's, happening inside every single human being. It, and it's hard not to go there. We were just thinking today about the next breath you breathe isn't guaranteed, but let's make the most of it right while yes. we're alive. Yes. And let's have a quality of life. So let's talk about the two pro and prebiotics. So probiotics, you may have heard that you need to take one. And there are some really good ones out there. The fascinating thing apart about it, though, is you really get what you pay for. And the thing about probiotics is what does that mean? If you break up that word, you know, biotics is biome. Mm-hmm. That's in other mm-hmm. words, bacteria, mm-hmm. living bacteria. They're going to get into your bacteria. So the pro part of it is we're not we're talking about we're not talking about professional bacteria. <laughs> like we're talking pro football about, players. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about something when we say pro, we mean it's 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 going to encourage yes growth, positive growth of in, the in good your, guys in your biome. And one of the other things about this is you've got to have the good guys to get rid of the bad guys. To displace so, them. To displace them. And so this needs to be more than just taking a capsule once a day. 
So what are the best foods you can eat? There's anything pickled, sauerkraut, apple cider vinegar. So make a salad dressing with olive oil and some good herbs and spices, and then add that apple cider vinegar. How about some sweet gherkin, salted gherkin pickles? Wow. So just in case you missed the shift, we were talking about probiotics. Now we're shifting into prebiotics. Not yet. We're We're still probiotics. Really? That they provide the sauerkraut, the apple cider vinegar, uh, brine cured olives, raw cheese, miso, kimchi. They provide. Oh, so you're saying that the good guys are actually in there. Yes. Oh. There's in that fermentation process that you notice I didn't mention yogurt, but yogurt has the good bacteria. The reason I'm not highlighting it is because. 95% of what's out there is useless because it has so much sugar in it. Ooh, sugar. Isn't that good? It tastes mm -hmm. good though. It tastes good. So, so I'm giving you some power ones such as kimchi. Doc loves kimchi. Guilty. And uh, it's, it's fascinating that there's cultures that are very healthy, such as the Korean, and that's where kimchi comes from. Miso is, is Japanese. And once again, very healthy cultures, as you see that one of these studies was in Japan. So that's the actual probiotics. Now let's talk about the prebiotics, because these need to be there. So the probiotics can have food to eat. Mm-hmm. So the prebiotic foods, and we had gone on a, on a very strict <laughs> keto diet, and we started adding carbs back. Well, you want to add the carbs that are very hard to digest, because that gives those prebiotics, the good guys, that gives the good guys food. Gives them something to eat. Yes. While it tastes good to you. Yes. That's so interesting you say that. Uh, it's hard to look at that to see a list like that and, and not think of the, the scripture reference to, uh, we miss our leeks and onions. Yes. <laughs> because I had not mentioned those yet, the prebiotic foods to eat onions, leeks. And that reference to that is the children of Israel. Exodus numbers, Leviticus. When they were, things. when they got out there and all they were eating was manna, uh-huh. they got bored. They were bored with it and started griping and complaining that yeah. they missed the meat pots with the leeks and onions. Garlic is another good one. Now you're going to love this one. Chocolate. What? Mm-hmm. What kind of chocolate? Hers- Hershey's? No, no sugar. And you mean I can't eat a candy bar no. with chocolate around it and have it help my gut biome? No, that will just kill it because the sweets, the processed food is just not good. So when you do when you do the other sugar that's hard to digest, then the bad bacteria get a chance to, to grow. You're giving them food. You are. Gotcha. You are. And that, that this, the hard part about that health-wise is that when you have too much sugar, converts to fat. And, the, and doesn't leave anything for the good guys to digest. You know, one of the things that just occurred to me is how clear our thinking is mm-hmm. since we've been doing this diet and, yes. and, and just letting you know, it's, it's anecdotal. It's, it's sharing what I've experienced is I, I don't have the brain fog. I can actually put together a cohesive sentence that it's cogent, makes At sense. At 6 a.m. 
at 6 a.m. That's what uh, that's what time we got together for our meet, our early morning meeting yes. today. So. Because you begin to feel, like you said, greater clarity. And this is just so wonderful. This There's is our favorite. List. Yeah. This is, is our favorite sweet potatoes. What did you say? Sweet potatoes? Yeah. Yeah. Then can't we get those like at the steakhouse and stuff like that? That's one of the few things that we eat out. Come yeah. on. So the the interesting part about this next one is purple potatoes. You may have to go to a Sprouts or a Whole Foods to get it. That's okay. But it is the mainstay of those Japanese folks mm. that is eaten every day. Those folks in the one of the blue zones. The Japanese. Mm. Mm-hmm. They eat these purple potatoes. Spinach, asparagus, green plantain, green bananas. But I don't like to eat the bananas when they're green. But the plantain, we got some last night and fixed it. And it was like we made chips out of it. And it, it was actually really tasted like potatoes. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know. Yeah. So we want you to begin to take steps for resilient aging. That resilience that is shown in the blue zones where they live long, productive lives. And as Stephen Gundry says, they die young at an old age. That's one of my favorite quotes from him, because that is what our goal is. Begin to make these changes right now, because you need to take your stance for help. Unless you decide to make these changes, they're not going to happen. Mm. Until next time. So good talking to you today. Enjoyed it. It's always so good hanging out with you. Good hanging out with you. There's more to come. Thank you for joining us at Stands for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.